and thank you for joining us on Politics Wisconsin Weekly Recap. Here at Politics Wisconsin, we strive to have unbiased news so you don't have to work to know what is factual and what isn't. A lot happened this week in the White House, including the sentencing of President Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen. We will discuss it all. You're listening to Politics Wisconsin Weekly Recap. We are starting off this week's podcast with the sentencing of Michael Cohen. On Wednesday, Michael Cohen was sentenced to three years in prison for lying to Congress, tax evasion, lying to financial institutions, and violating campaign finance laws. He's also required to pay $1.4 million in restitutions and forfeit $500,000. He was also charged an additional $50,000 for lying to Congress. The charges brought by the Southern District of New York are count one through five evasion of assessment of income tax liability for pleading guilty to failing to report more than $4 million in income from 2012 through 2016. Count six, false statements to a bank for Cohen pleading guilty to under, under understating debt from his tax medallion business. Count seven, causing an unlawful corporation contribution for when he pleaded guilty to orchestrating a payment made by American Media to Karen McDougal for the allegation that she had an affair with Donald Trump. Count number eight, excessive campaign contribution for when he pleaded guilty to making an excessive political contribution when he paid adult film actress Stephanie Clifford or a.k.a. Stormy Daniels $130,000 for her story about the alleged affair with Donald Trump. And lastly, the charges brought by Robert Mueller's investigation are false statements to Congress for when Cohen pleaded guilty to making false statements to Congress on August 27, 2017. Our next story is back home in Wisconsin. Outgoing Republican Governor Scott Walker has signed the lame duck bills aimed to weaken the powers of Governor-elect Tony Evers and Attorney General-elect Josh Call. Governor Walker signed these bills at the Green Bay State Office building on Friday. Walker and Assembly Speaker Robin Voss say that Walker's action recognized the legislature as a co-branch of government. These bills, which are now laws, were introduced earlier this month after Evers beat Walker by a 2% margin. The bills signed by Walker are as followed. One gives the legislature additional power regarding Department of Transportation spending. Another one eliminates the Attorney General's power to appoint attorneys regarding state legal challenges. And it will also eliminate the Department of Solicitor General. Another bill also gives legislative power regarding federal programs and waivers. The The Solicitor General represents the state cases on appeal that are special importance to the state. Next, our story is regarding the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. A federal judge in Texas ruled Friday that the individual coverage in Obamacare is unconstitutional. Judge Reed O'Connor, who is a well-respected judge according to President Trump and also a conservative, ruled against the Affordable Care Act just hours before the deadline to sign up for health care coverage for 2019. Legal experts say that the law will stay in place as of now and that the ruling will also likely be appealed. Judge O'Connor said that the individual mandate can no longer be fairly read as an exercise of Congress tax power and is still impermissible under the Interstate Commerce Clause, meaning the individual mandate is, quote, unconstitutional. Furthermore, he stated that the individual mandate is, quote, essential to an inseverable 
from the remainder of the Affordable Care Act, end quote. Trump took to Twitter regarding the ruling, saying, quote, As I predicted all along, Obamacare has been struck down as unconstitutional disaster. Now Congress must pass a strong law that provides great health care, protects pre-existing conditions. Mitch and Nancy, get it done, end quote. Next on Politics Wisconsin, the Secretary of Interior will be leaving his position at the end of the year. According to President Trump, quote, Ryan has accomplished much during his tenure, and I want to thank him for his service to our nation, end quote. Zink was Trump's right-hand man on environmental issues facing our country. Zink was criticized earlier this year for his use of taxpayer money for allowing his wife to use government vehicles for personal travel and for his use of a charter plane, which cost $12,000 of taxpayer money. He also blocked two Native American tribes from opening casinos in Connecticut. President Trump said in a tweet this morning that his administration will name a new Secretary of the Interior next week. For our last story, we predicted the 2020 election strictly based on Trump's November approval rating. If the 2020 election were held today and based only on Trump's approval rating, Trump would ultimately lose 303 for the Democrat to Trump's 235 electoral votes. This was almost exactly spot on from the 2016 election, except for the fact that Trump won the election. The 2016 election was won by Trump with 306 electoral votes to Clinton's 232. Ohio's approval-disapproval rating was at an even zero, so we gave the state to the party who won it in the 2016 presidential election, which was Trump. That will wrap up our first episode of Politics Wisconsin Weekly Recap. Thanks for listening, and check back next Sunday for the next episode.